This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. Hey, everybody. That's right. This is the Two Fish Podcast, and this is actually a special edition God Moments episode. Now, Aaron and I have recently got the opportunity to take the show on the road a couple of times recently. And while we've done the things that we've been doing, we've also been recording you guys as you've come up to us. We've been recording your special edition God Moments in your lives. And we compiled several of them again this week. So, without further ado, a special edition on the road version of the Two Fish podcast. Uh, with us, we have Tom Coy. Tom's a friend of Aaron and I's, and he just happened to be passing by here. So, we're getting him to stop and share us a God moment, how God is m- moving in Tom's life. Tom, two minutes. Can you do it in two minutes? Two minutes. I'll try. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. 2010, um, I was diagnosed with throat cancer. was a believer in God, went to church, but not really a godly person. My mother and my daughter went into the hospital. Um, with me after I was diagnosed and uh, found out that they removed a tumor. Um, It was cancerous. My mom and my daughter left the room and they was crying. I didn't didn't even face a a tear. Doctor looked at me and said, is everything all right? And I said, yeah, I'm going to be all right. He said, well, you never even shed a tear when you was, when I told you you had cancer. I said, well, two things. I'm going to I'm going to get through this thing, and God's going to help me. And that's when I realized I put God back in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's Speechless? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, so often we end up in that place where we're not focused on God, and we're not doing God things. And obviously God came to you in that moment and spoke to you, and and you repeated that to the doctor, which is, hard, yeah. I'm going to be all right. I got I got God on my side, right? Whatever that looks like. You don't necessarily know the outcome, but in that moment, you're like, it's going to be fine. Whatever it is, whatever God has for me, I can tell I'm going to be all right. Yeah, he told me it was stage four cancer, and he said a lot of people don't make it through there, and he said, you keep that positive attitude, and I'm like, I have it. So Yeah, and that was 2010, you said? 2010. And so 11 years later, you're yes. obviously cancer-free. Yeah. And I have my one-year appointment, they say the doctor, Dr. Wheeler, he says there's my miracle child. So Really? Yeah. That's amazing. And so now you always have that, that to look back on or yeah. to share with other people and say, hey. Someday we'll share. <laughs> and to say, hey, this is, this is a definite way that God moved in my life. Right. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I've known Tom for, for a couple of years now, and I don't know that I've heard that story. Like I've heard bits and pieces of it, but uh, that kind of that, that's part of the reason I'm like my mind's kind of blown because yeah. I didn't know I didn't know at all. Yeah. So, but Tom, we greatly appreciate you sitting down and sharing your your two minute God moment with us, <laughs> and uh, that's a powerful story. Yeah, love it. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. All right, with us we have our good friend Big Will. Will sat down with us here. He's going to give us a two-minute, quick two-minute story of how God has moved in his life. Oh, I don't know. I guess it would have to be when I got started with my job at Hoosier House. Okay. I was a believer in God, but he wasn't quite there all the time in my sense, in my past. 
and they just kept pushing. Let's try this. Go to go to the way. So I went to the way and had the mindset of uh, nothing's going to change. I believe in him, but he's kind of on the back burner with me. I know he's there. Through that whole weekend, as it went progressed, and it was a big change. My belief in God grew stronger, stronger than it's probably been since I was a kid. And it just opened my eyes to a lot more things, newer things, new people, a little bit different lifestyle. It just changed how I looked at everything around me and my whole world. All three kids, four technically, but the three that are here that have really opened my eyes, like, okay, I got to do things different. It's made a world of a difference. Met some good people, still talk to them, slack off here and there. (laughs) That's what most people do, right? Yeah. Um, I just say, if you don't believe in God, you just got to take that little step and just open your eyes and heart a little bit. And he's there no matter what you think and how you think. No, that's really good. Um, he, he is there in the midst of all of our struggles in the midst of all of our good times. Like he, he constantly there. And as you pointed to, we, we have moments where we drift away and, you, you can be a believer and you kind of drift away, but sometimes uh, like this weekend encounter event can bring you back to that and, and maybe even escalate it to a whole new level, right? Like, Exactly. Even, even though, let's say you were baptized as a kid and, you know, you fell off the wagon, God hasn't left you, right? Like, nope, he, not at all. He's always been there. You just got to recenter yourself and, and bring them back into the midst of wherever you're at. And it kind of sounds like that's what you yeah, went through. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty much what's going on with me. Like, I'm not daily with it, but he's there. I have a stronger belief with him. It's just how you live your everyday life and do everything. So anybody can do it. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Honestly, that's my <laughs> Do you, you don't have to do this, but do you mind sharing your story leading up to that moment? We call it, we, we've called it the mountaintop experience, but if you don't want to, that's fine. Of why my belief in him was so yeah. shattered? Yeah. Uh, back in 2005, my oldest son, Ashton Lee, was born. He was born with defects. We had no clue. And a year later, three days after his first birthday, he was taken. That right there just completely shattered all belief. Like, why would he do this to me? Like, I thought I was doing good and took my son. Yeah. And it wasn't up until I went to the way that I actually broke down, let it go, that there's ultimate reasons for it. If he went and passed away and left me, I wouldn't be here where I am today. So ultimately, God's got a reason for everything he does. You might not like it, but there's a reason for it. So, yeah. I mean, up, up until this way, I my belief in him was very little. Yeah. And it just opened my eyes again to everything he can do. Yeah. So it, it's you just got to step back and look at the whole picture, not just the small things. In a case like that, it sucks. You, you lose a child, you don't know how to deal with it. No one truly ever does. Yeah. I mean, I still have my bad days, but I can talk to God about it and know it brings peace. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I, I have nothing to say to that 
besides I'm, I'm grateful you sat down and you shared that with us. It's easy to sit there and be angry with God. Oh, and, and, very easy. And that season can last a while if you're not careful. And if you don't deal with it, and I think that was the biggest thing, not dealing with it. Like, I thought I dealt with it, but in my own ways. Yeah. Working nonstop, just doing this, doing that. That doesn't help. It doesn't bring you no ease. It just kind of blankets it. Fill, and it, it fills your schedule. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, like, for the longest time, friends and family, if they would be talking about it and I'd walk in a room, they'd just stop. Really? Because they're like, oh, we don't want to upset Will, you know. And I'm like, I'm to the point where, no, keep talking about it. Kids talk about them all the time. We're yeah. good. Yeah. It's just you got to deal with it and deal with it in a good way. Allow God to fill that void and exactly. comfort you in that. So uh, I guess if I'm reading into that right, your family wasn't at peace until you became at peace. No. No, there was a, a lot of things that only the family knew. We obviously not outside the house, but I had anger issues. I still do. Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, ever since that I've gotten peace from that, my anger issues have yeah. dramatically went down. How I'm acting with the kids has been better because I mean, like, how do you feel? Get close, like my son Mason. First couple weeks, I wanted nothing to do with him because I'm like, I'm gonna get too close, and then in a year later, is he gonna be taken from me? Wow. Oh. How, how how do you deal with that? You know, so it took time, started getting better, but since I've gone through the way and opened my eyes and heart to God again, things have gotten a lot better. Now I got a squawking two year old <laughs> running around. So, Maria, what we're doing is we're collecting some audio of God moment stories in our lives. So, two, three minutes, whatever you got, whatever you want to give us, um, a moment in your life. No rules. Go. All right. So, literally the first thing that came to mind was the first time that God showed me that he cares about the little things. (laughs) You're going to think it's so stupid. Well, when I was a kid, I lost my favorite earring, okay? Okay. And... I hadn't been, my grandparents lived next door. I hadn't been there in a while, at least a week. And um, I lost it, my earring, for a while. And I just prayed. I was like, okay, God, if you care about this kind of stuff, I don't know if you care, but will you please help me find my earring? I went to visit my grandparents. Again, I had not been over there. Bent down to pet the cat who was, like, stopping me from walking. My earring was literally hanging on two blades of grass. Just really? right there. Yeah. And that's when I knew that God cares about the little things. So, Nice. Yeah, How old were you then? That's what I have. Um, I was probably 10 or 11. 10 or 11. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So outside. Outside, yeah. And it wasn't like embedded in the dirt. It was hanging on two blades of grass that was, yeah. And it had been across. a week. So the, the yard's probably been mowed yeah. once, if not twice. This yeah. is Grandpa's house, so he yeah. probably, oh, yeah. he he probably mowed it. Yeah. <laughs> probably mowed it twice a week yep yeah. but, but he just wanted me to know that just that's awesome my earring wasn't even worth anything but yeah. it was to me so no god's putting you on the spot no god, no, no 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 you are no <laughs> god clearly that's spoke that's what god said. <laughs> <laughs> i was almost out the door he says wanted some, the, some barbecue so i could go back and get cash and you guys were not here we were before. we we went and got barbecue you stepped away, you stepped away. And I was here, 
And then I thought to myself, sweet, they're not here. I'm out. And then I come back, and you guys are sitting here yep. with a microphone in my face. That's told right. you. God. All right. <laughs> told you. So, a God moment in your life. With us, we have Nate Clark. He sat down on the microphone here, and he's going to share us. We've asked him to share a God moment in his life. A, a moment in your life where you've seen God move, and there's no doubt, hey, this ha- God had a hand in this. So, good afternoon. I am Nate Clark. Just want to confirm that. Nick was, was telling the truth on that one. Um, so, just going back to uh, a time where God really stepped up and showed us, uh, as a family, really, um, what we need to do for next step. So, take you back to the recession, 2008. Um, I lost my job from Keystone. Uh, I got laid off and was not a fun couple days. Um, that was tough for me uh, to be a provider, to be a father at that point of three, and not knowing what the next step was um, was scary. And I remember coming home, and April and I talked about it, and the next day we both had real peace with it, um, praying about it and thinking about it. Um, God had something different for us. And it wasn't, wasn't right away. Um, I, I went on to do a temporary position at Edward Jones, and that lasted about a year and a half. And then actually I went back to the old job that I was before Keystone. Um, so I think, I think God was just allowing us to make some mistakes at that point and really lean on him um, during that time. And again, layoff is, is not fun. Um, but it allows you to step back and think about, okay, was I really where I was supposed to be? And was I really doing the things that God wanted me to do? And was the path that, that I was taking marrying up with what God had? Um, and that wasn't true. And so he stepped in and said, nope, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guide you a different way. And, and we, had to, we had to trust that. That's really good. Uh, I think if I read into that correct, after you're laid off, you didn't get it right the first time. That's right. You didn't get it right the second time. That's right. But you kept seeking God. Yeah. And, and eventually, you, you kind of feel like you're where you should be, uh, both you and your family, I'm imagining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. During that, during that time, again, it was, um, it was confusing. Um, it was tough. But, again, I was trying to grab it and keep hold of it mm. with a death grip. And that wasn't going to work. And, and, and God made that clear after a little bit of time. He said, you don't understand what I'm trying to do, and you're trying to do your own thing. And he said, no, that's not what I want you to do. Um, I, thinking about it, again, it, was, it, it brings up you know, sad memories and tough memories and that kind of stuff. But it also brings up the fact that the peace that came, knowing that, hey, there's something, there's something better here. Yeah. There's something we need to step into. There's a direction that he wants to take us. And just making sure that, that you try the best to listen to that voice coming from the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes it's your voice trying to talk you into stuff, but you've got to block that out. And you've got to really seek after him. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that, to that story. And, and there's some that are probably still struggling from 2008 in this yeah. county. Right. Like, it was a disaster. Uh, we ended up national news because we were like, the worst in the country. And, yeah. um, so there's probably people still struggling with that, but um, 
you you were a follower at the time and you you sought God and you found a peace that surpasses your own understanding which is which is God like yeah. there's no other there's no other way than in in that moment and in that season in this county like if you were laid off you were in trouble yeah oh like, yeah that, and and you found that peace quickly within a couple of days of yeah we're going to be okay God's got us and and we have a peace about what's going to happen next yeah. And, and again, you know, touch on what you said about right now. I mean, if you're, if you're out there and you're still struggling and you're, and you're hearing this, God will direct you if you listen. God will help you if you listen. That's good. And, and um, he has the ultimate right plan for us individually. We don't know what that is, but that's when we need to kind of un, ungrip the, the future and let him have it and have that prayer time and have that, have that close connection that you can that you can have with him um it's tough but he will he will provide i you say it's tough we got just got done walking through james and one of the things that we sat on at the end there is pride Mm. especially as men you know going through that layoff and your family now right i I guess your income was probably a huge oh but it was affected yeah yeah. and affected your family then and and so to let that pride go to say, well, I'll figure this out, and say, no, God, what do you have? Right. Where, where, where am I supposed to fit in? Even yeah. if it's not where I thought I wanted, I that's wanted right. to go. Yeah. Where is it? I mean, yeah. that's a huge pride thing to be able to. You say, let go. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I know I'm going all on this story, but um, uh, unfortunately, I've probably grabbed that back that pride a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> in the last, you know, umpteen years. Yeah. Um, but it is. I mean, that's a daily thing, right? I mean, that's that's the that's the hard part is to um, is to let that go because it, it you know you, you got two hands and you got two hands on that pride and it's easy to let one go, but the second one's got to open up too. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, it's, it's that's tough. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you go out and join the Two Fish community on Facebook and Instagram. Also, hit those subscribe and follow buttons so you don't miss next week's episode of the Two Fish Podcast.